Today, we have the privilege to talk with uh, Eric Anderson. Eric currently lives in North Florida. Eric spent a lot of time with uh, large orthopedics, and now he's a medical device broker slash independent uh, distributor for products. So thanks for joining me for a few minutes, Eric. Hey, Stu. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. So part of what we're trying to do is talk with independent people out there, device brokers, just to kind of get the word out and get your perspective about what, what it means to be a, a independent rep or medical device broker. So Eric, just briefly give us some of your background. How long have you been out on your own? So I've been uh, extremity surgical. Uh, my distributorship has been around about two plus years. And um, I decided to make the move into being an independent broker because I spent several years, over 20 years in, in uh, large orthopedic organizations. And I, and I watched how it changed dramatically um, from the beginning where it was a very entrepreneurial um, world of no non-competes and go out and get the business and, and do the best you can. And then it just obviously evolved over the years. And I was with several large organizations. And then one day I just said to myself, Hey, I, I really want to make a change here. I want to be able to control my own destiny, uh, make decisions that I thought were not being made uh, in a, in, in, in the correct way. It was all about uh, stock price and, and large orthopedic companies, you know, making these decisions. So that's kind of why I decided to go out on my own, become an independent broker. Yeah. And I would agree. Everything you said there resonates with me. Um, just how long were you with a big ortho or with big ortho in general? So I was with big ortho for, oh gosh, over 20 years. Okay. And I uh, started, started my career with Synthes and, and went to Smith and nephew and some other organizations and all kinds of different, um, different um, roles, whether it be as a sales representative or sales management or um, executive sales management, and just uh, watch the change happen over years. Um, I'm not saying the change was bad. I'm not saying the change was good, but it was definitely a change that made, made me want to look at right. different things. And that's the thing I find talking with uh, people like you or people who are still working for large organizations is there isn't a right way to do it what you're doing is right for Eric, but it may not be right for me and it's not right for other people. But you talked about being entrepreneurial and that's that's at the heart of, of the reason why a lot of people wanna leave is you said, be in charge of your own destiny. So I would completely agree with that. So just tell us a little bit about your transition from your previous to now. What are some of the challenges that you you face that you wouldn't have thought you were going to face going to do something like this? Well, naively, I thought that it would be a very easy transition. And I thought, well, I'm going to contact all these guys I know at these different companies, and I'm going to go and, and pick up um, some different game-changing technologies, and they're just going to want to partner with me immediately and make it happen. Well, that didn't really happen that way because uh, there's these little things called uh, – uh, legacy distributors that are in your area. And I did some of my research, but um, you know, there was definitely some uh, territory issues and things of that nature, just some things that I should have vetted out a little bit more. It all worked out fine, but um, I would encourage anybody who's looking to make this, this change, really do your research. I think you had a post about it on LinkedIn, Stu, and you were right on about that. Yeah. 
And with that being said, I mean, we can do all the research we want, but we're, we're never going to be 100% prepared for what, what we face because we don't know what it is we're going to face exactly. So, but that is a great point. Do your research, know as much as you can to be confident. Um, and then I want to ask you a couple other things about what it is that you wouldn't have expected it to be uh, going into it. I mean, what, what's one thing you wouldn't have expected it to be on the positive side, something that's even better about being independent than maybe you would have thought going into it. I had lost the entrepreneurial track that I thought I had in my mind when I was with the large orthopedic companies. And then, so it is so much more, I can, I can now, one of the, one of the positives of making the change was, you know, I was able to identify surgeons that I wanted to, to go after and then develop a business plan around finding them, not necessarily saying, well, this is, I only have this hospital and I can't go after this guy and I can't talk to this person. So it was, you know, it, it basically the world is your oyster, as long as you have, you know, in your, in your territory, you want to go and you can actually sit down with, with manufacturers and say, Hey, I, I want to do this. This is my business plan. This is what I want to accomplish. You know, is this something we could partner on? And uh, I was very surprised that that was, those opportunities were there. Yeah. I, I found similar things is that dealing with smaller companies with uh, different technologies that are out there, um, whether it's new products or not, that they can be very open and creative in the way that they do business that some of the larger companies can't. Um, and if you have a specific idea for a specific surgeon, you know, that I have found that to be very refreshing and encouraging. Um, so what is like kind of the biggest thing that you would suggest to someone who is, who is thinking about leaving their current situation to become independent? I know you may have touched on it a little bit on a previous answer, but what's that one piece of advice you would give them? Exhaustive research, do your research, identify which companies that you want to uh, partner with, talk to those companies, get feedback, and then create your plan around that. Because you may think that, you know, hey, I want to target this certain surgeon for these products and in and, and this hospital, and that may not be a possibility at this point in time. And so really do your research and then also create a business plan. You're now this is a business. It's not a, Hey, I'm going to be a sales rep because I don't really want to do reports. And if you're getting in it to be independent because you don't like to do reports, you don't want to be managed, then you're probably going to fail pretty quick. Right. Because there are some advantages to working for large companies, um, for, for the type of person that you described right there. So let me take it in a little direction. You talked about research on companies, so what is it, if you are looking to partner with a company and distribute their products, what are the things that you are looking for in a company, in a partner company? Again, it kind of always goes back to that relationship thing. I, I want to get a relationship with that regional person or, or you know, if, if it's a real small company, you're probably even talking to the development, the R&D department that is one guy who's, you know, has the technology that has developed it understand what they're, where they're trying to go. And, and obviously can that partner with you and, and, and make those things happen. The logistics of everything seems to work out. I mean, you know, hospital approvals and things of that nature. You, a lot of those things are very important to know. And if they are, uh, are there, but those seem to work themselves out. But the, at the, you know, the baseline is understand 
you know, what the company wants, what they want to do and where they, where they want to do. It. And like you just said, they, they, they'll work with you. They will. Um, and which is refreshing because uh, for a long, long time, I heard, no, we can't do that. Right. There's, I found that also there's a lot of things that, yes, we can do that. We can explore that. Um, so something that you just mentioned, that's interesting to me, you're talking about hospital approval. What I have found doing this is that if a customer wants to use it bad enough, normally there's a way to find, to get it, get it approved. I mean, obviously there are ca some caveats out there, you know, limiting vendors, et cetera. But if you're limiting vendors, my opinion of that is if, if you're going down to two vendors, regardless, the big boys are getting left out of those contracts also. So it's something that for myself and our group, sure, it, it is something, but my philosophy is having a bigger geography to be able to call on sure helps it if you're locked out of a system. Absolutely. And that's another a huge benefit of being independent is, you know, obviously larger geographies, larger potential candidates, surgeons, surgeon customers, and you can go after those, those individuals. Whereas, uh, I mean, I talk to guys now who are in big ortho and it's like, so what's your territory? And it's like, it's that hospital. Like they look over at the hospital and it's just, that's uh, to me, Hey, I mean, you've got to be the best of the best to get all that business. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a very conducive for success for the representative. And it's, it's very scary to me having all your eggs in one basket. Yes, absolutely. It is. Right. So with, with hospital, hospital approval, consolidation, all of that, um, working with smaller companies, people aren't moving in using your products, et cetera. What are you looking for when partnering with reps? That's a great question because this is something that um, I've been working at. I, I think this is the number one issue that we all have to deal with is hiring the right people. And so for us, we just try it. We, we, we target those that we believe like mindsets, um, entrepreneurial, and love the idea of thought of being independent. And again, it kind of goes back to, I want to, I, I kind of always preface this whenever I say entrepreneurial, not somebody who doesn't want to do reports or be managed, somebody who wants to be part of a team that wants to win. And we're going to create plans and ideas together to make that happen. Um, so uh, I could go on for about an hour and a half on how to find the right person, but, and I'd probably be wrong, but you know, that's really where it, I mean, just finding those right people is paramount. Right. And I would agree with you is entrepreneurial spirit is huge because entrepreneurs out there think differently. They're not waiting for other people to, you know, bring opportunities to them. They're out thinking new ways to do things, et cetera, which, which is amazing. And those are the type of people I love to associate with. And with those type of people that are successful, you can come up with all sorts of compensation plans that will make everybody happy. Yeah. And most, and most importantly, I think when you talk about compensation plans, I mean, there's just a lot of, you know, compensation is definitely a big piece of it. Obviously it always is, but there's so many exciting things happening now within our space, you know, where, whereas independent marketing and content marketing that can be done for independence and, and things to attract customers, not just, Anyway, uh, not just a, you know, let me hand out a piece, a pamphlet from, uh, you know, my manufacturer and hope you call me. 
I mean, those days are long gone. They're, they're, they're over. I, but what's exciting about that, there's so many new things that you can do and go after and do things with that, with the new avenues of marketing. So last question I have for you is a little different. So why don't you describe to people or explain in your mind and from your perspective, why is doing business with small independent people possibly a better idea for physicians, ASCs, and hospitals? I, I can probably sum it up in one sentence. It's, it's ease of doing business, you know, quote unquote, you know, and on top of that, I guess I'll do it too. Um, the breadth of products that a surgeon or technology they have access to. And, you know, if you're just partnering with a big ortho rep, yes, they do have some nice technologies and they're there in the hospital every minute of every day standing there. We know the big companies that do that. Um, but they don't have all the technologies that address your patient's needs. And I think when you are an independent and you're a broker and you're somebody who has access to all these different technologies, the one phone call, instead of going to the big ortho rep can come to us and then you can say, Hey, this is what I have. This is what I want to address. What, what do you guys have? Well, we have a, B and C and a, you know what, and what are you thinking? And most likely we can make it happen. Yeah. That that's something that for me personally, when I started off on this journey, I didn't comprehend how exactly what you said would be such a big benefit to potential customers. And I think the market in general is becoming more and more open to this idea as the big companies market share is gradually coming down. Nothing in orthopedics happens quickly, as you know, but I think that there is a trend towards much more openness to the smaller players because that's where all the innovation happens or most of it. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, Stu. And I, I, I just see as I see the next five to 10 years of, of being, you know, this, this, these, all these new companies, all these new products that are coming to market and they're trying to find the best partners to work with and technology in these local areas. And, you know, they want to come to, they want to come to the, 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 the independent broker in the area that has innovative marketing ideas and, right. and are more of a consultative type uh, entity. Yeah. Well, I tell almost everybody I interact with in this industry, my personal feelings, there's never been a better time to be in medical device sales as there is right now. And I truly mean that. Um, it, it could take a unique entrepreneurial person to, to capitalize on a lot of that, but I, I definitely believe that. Well, Eric, thank you for joining us for a few minutes today. And if someone out there wants to connect with you and get more perspective from you on, on the industry, et cetera, what's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, best way is LinkedIn. Uh, look for me, Eric Anderson. I'm with Extremity Surgical and Ortho Idea. And um, please um, link with me on there. I have a lot of content that will goes out on a daily basis and uh, love to connect with you and love to uh, share ideas. All right. Thank you for the time, Eric, and have a good weekend. You too, Stu. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.